Well, Cam, if you're a tenant in the market for accommodation, we know there's a bunch of challenges you'd be experiencing. It's and tough. It's so tough. And if you're a home buyer or investor, um, you'd realise by now that the market is, you know, moving again despite mm. that um, RBA uh, rate rise at the beginning of the month. Mm. Uh, so we thought we'd better get a bit of an update on what's happening in the property market in relation to that and uh, say good morning to Michael Yardney, CEO of Metropole Property Strategist and host of the Michael Yardney podcast. Hi, Michael. Hi, Renee. Hello, Cam. Hi, mate. So we hear all sorts of different stories. We know it's very tough for people looking to rent a place, not just in the nation's capital, but right round. And I was at a Ray White event in Yass on Thursday night, and we're talking exactly about this. We've had uh, Ray White's uh, corporate property manager to speak as well. And so lots of conversation. What's happening in and around the rental market as far as you're concerned at the moment? Well, the statistics show that we've got historically low vacancy rates. In other words, there's very, very few properties available to rent, and there are many more tenants for each vacant property. Now, yeah, Canberra is having troubles, but interestingly, it has the highest vacancy rates around Australia at around 1.4% for houses, around 2% for units, but that's still too low. In other words, there aren't enough properties to go around and our population's increasing. What that's meant is that supply and demand has caused rents to go up about 20% around Australia in many locations. But in Canberra, because of local factors, in fact, rents for houses and units have actually remained steady. So Canberra tenants have got a bit of a better time than others It's harder to find a property, but the rents aren't going up as much. Yeah, you talk about vacancy rates as well, and I read a report through the week that there's a number of larger homes in Canberra that are vacant at the moment. So it's four- and five-bedroom homes, the bigger properties, because they're just too expensive. Families can't come in and, you know, put towards, you know, $900,000 a week. It's just out of the question. So uh, interesting to know that smaller places, very, very hard to get, but places Mm. that are larger are lying there in wait. Well, again, over COVID, we learned to actually have fewer people in each household. So uh, one of the things that may well change is the is very little new supply of rental accommodation coming on. Is yep. Maybe more of us are going to be living together again. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, Michael, we obviously had um, that latest interest rate rise in May. I've lost count of where we're up to with how many of those we've had, mm. to be honest. How have property markets reacted to this? Well, what interest rate rise, I think they're saying, uh, they, they shrugged it off this time round. Buyers are back pushing up property values all around Australia. And interestingly, in Canberra now too, Canberra was a bit quieter than the rest of Australia. But over the last couple of weekends, auction clearance rates have risen. It'll be interesting to see how they went. Uh, they're going to go to, uh, this weekend. Canberra's not a big auction uh, city, but it shows what the depth of the market is and what the mood of the market is. So buyers are back and sellers are starting to put their properties on the market as well. They've actually shrugged off the latest interest rate rise, Renee. Okay, and so let's continue that conversation in and around the nation's capital because you broadcast out of Melbourne, of course, and you have a look at what's happening right across the country. What's your take on Canberra's property market at the second? Well, it was the laggard. It's really been... Uh, hasn't been performing as strongly as the big capital cities for the first part of this year, but it's clearly turning around. And I'm going to put a prediction out now. Let's see what happens when we speak at the end of the year. I think at the end of the year, 
both houses and unit prices in Canberra will be around 4% higher than they are now. There is buyer sentiment coming back, but buyer sentiment turns quicker than vendor, seller sentiment. It takes a while for people to decide, should I sell, shouldn't I sell? So the lack of supply, plus the population growing, and sure, Canberra doesn't get as much immigration as other states, uh, but I, I see all this as very positive, and we're going to end up the year in Canberra much better than we are today. All right, Renee, just yes. writing that down. I was just going to say, Michael, Cam <laughs> has been furiously taking notes as, you, as you've said that, so I'm sure he's going to make a point of checking in with you. context to it, though, Renee, yep. Canberra houses are down 4.5% over the last 12 months, but sure. interestingly, units... Prices have gone up 10.2% over the year. I think that reflects what Cam said a while ago about affordability. Mm. You can't afford the four-bedroom, five-bedroom home, but people uh, want to get in the market, and so they're trading backyards for balconies and courtyards. Yep, seems to be what's happening here at the moment. Uh, Michael, thank you so much for your insights as always. We'll speak to you again soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Michael Yardney, CEO of Metropole Property Strategist there.